Stakes is high. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, look. We back up in the building now. Hey, yo, we about to tear the building down like a 757 or 9-11. Street smart niggas with the wisdom of a reverend. All the eyes stacked against us. We still the ones you should bet with. Shark infested waters interact your own discretion. Swimming with piranhas trying not to get your flesh beat. Yeah, real podcast for people that's really real. CC and Jones tell you how they feel. Every Wednesday when you hit play, you gon' laugh and learn something from this discussion. We going up. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast, having a real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm chilling, man. How about yourself? Man, over here, man, blessed more than I should be. Trying to stay, trying Alive to stay healthy, and man. safe. Yeah, yeah, man. We ducking and dodging, yeah. man. It's been yeah, a lot man. of changes since we last talked about this. <laughs> yeah. Man, what's crazy, man, it's, it's allergy season too, man, and my allergies have been jacked up. So it's damn near like every little feel, every little <laughs> every little little hurt. I'm like, man, what the heck is yeah, I got? You, you know shook. what I mean? You think of Corona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. But nah, I man, I've been, uh, I've been my allergies, man. I've been taking Zyrtec, man, and every day and trying to trying to shake this, man. It's crazy. I didn't have allergies growing up, bro. I didn't, I didn't get them to like damn near 35, man. Damn. Start. Yeah, man. Nah. I'm like, man, why my head hurting? Why I got this pressure? Same here. You know what I'm saying? And you the one who put me on game. Yeah, I had to put you on that, uh, that concoction. <laughs> <laughs> the, what you got? What kind of concoction? Man, I, I put, uh, for the listeners, everybody listen, man. We got King Cat here, man. We got our yeah, brother what's here. What's happening, man? From the Joker Nights. But let's talk about this concoction, because that shit helps. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Man, one day King K was talking about. I, I think I, I came, had a headache. I came over, y'all. I was over at Swoop Crib. And, nah, uh, we was over at B Crib for the fight. Yeah. Oh, for the, oh yeah. It was on Brother to the Nice House uh, for the fight, man. And, uh, he came in with this with some with some uh, headache, man. Sound like he said it was sinus like sinus. Yeah, I was pressure. like, man, I keep having a headache. I just keep having one. You was like, dude, it's your sinuses. I never even think about that. He was like, man, I, I put this shit together, man. You should be man, and, and it worked. Man, I went to the car and grabbed. I'm, I'm like old school, old man time. I keep it in the car. I keep it at work and at the crib, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got my shit. I keep it in the pocket. <laughs> yeah, I gave I gave him some. Uh, what was it? Sudafed and Excedrin migraine, man. It'll kill that knock sinus that pressure. shit right out. Yeah, knock it out, man. Really? What I got now, man. Yeah, man. It, it, it's, it's magical, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Y'all niggas man. high, man. That's all. Yeah, but man. I sleep in front of a fan too. So, oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, there's no way I can do that, especially no, now. Me either. I, I can't do yeah. that. I'd be sick the next day. I, yeah, exactly. I can sleep with a fan on in the room. There's the noise, but right in front of me, no. big box fan right there. God, there's some people in the world <laughs> like you. There's a lot of people in the world like you. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it is, dog. They love that shit. And, I couldn't do and it. I'd be surprised. They'd be like, man, they got that mug. I got a guy I work with, man. He sleep with that mug down there inches from his face, dog. <laughs> on high. It's about a foot. It's about a foot that's, away. I'm like, man, you're going to die. I'm like, I'll die, dog. <laughs> but, yeah, man, everybody out there, man, stay healthy, man. And, um, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to the individuals out there, man, quarantine and everybody out there. Uh, Please. Can you said something that was very, very, um, very true. 
about you know it's creating new anxieties you know? yeah it, it's not just a new anxiety this is a, a nationwide anxiety like a whole country has anxiety at the same time yeah that shit Hell, is stupid the world man the world yeah. <laughs> shit the not world. even the country it's the world, world. yeah this is crazy I mean, the world like I said, man, I got some allergies going on. I'm like, man, come on, don't let this be. And I'm hand sanitizing, washing, spraying. I wiped this spot down before we got here, G. <laughs> bro, straight up. I ain't left the crib, bro. Like, since they told me that I could work from, from home, I ain't left this bitch at all. And I'm not. I meant to ask you that, uh, TC. How's that shit affecting y'all up there? Because I, I ain't hearing too many stories of uh, in the G or uh, uh, up in Chicago. Uh, Southwest um, just got shut down because of somebody in Chicago, man. Uh, yeah, yeah Midway, they, they closed down a whole tower at Midway Airport. Yeah, man. Yeah, Southwest. Southwest. Yeah, then um, yeah. Uh, I think it's uh, – we've had one death here so far that I know. Um, you know, the cases are popping up. Schools are shutting down. Universities are going to online classes. I mean, that's just, that's just busting. The crazy thing is, uh, like, in my industry for my job, you know, they shutting down, like, dine-in options for restaurants and bars so you can only carry out or order online. So that's affecting the, the you know, the alcohol beverage industry, yep. like, tremendously. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like... They're doing that here, too, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's across. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's across the country, you know. Like, one by one, they're just like, all right, we shutting down bars, shutting down any gathering spots you know and that's you know all those gathering spots is where people you know got drinks uh, drink options so yeah it's, it's affecting yeah, the gig you know um you know as far as me you know being in digital marketing uh we good for now um it's not affecting us directly besides just like being uh you know cautious as far as the communications we send out you know what i mean but um yeah, so something like the sales force and thinking about like warehouse and transportation and all that, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anybody in the industry, you know, or anywhere any necessities are needed and you you can't operate normally, man. It's just, you know, prayers yeah, to them man. folks, man. Folks getting laid off hey. left and right, fired, hours cut. Yeah, yeah. laid off. Yeah, hey, sh- uh, man. Special uh, special prayer up to the individuals who have loved ones in nursing homes. Yeah, they are yeah. shutting down to where. You know, some people can't. You no, know, no one can go see their loved ones in a nursing home. Like they're in special yep. living, assistant living, or any type. They're not letting anyone in, bro. Yep. So their loved ones are going without seeing them. You know, regardless of however long this lasts, they're not letting. they not letting like a person off the street into these nursing homes because, of course, yeah. you can't. You know, you got to protect them all together. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you got a lot of people out there, man, who 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 haven't seen their mom, dad, grandma, whoever, their loved ones for you know a couple weeks now. Mm. Yeah, because it shut down, dog. Yeah, so, man. man, you want to know a place I don't think that people thought about? Mm. And I had an incident happen at work that made me think about it. What the hell are they doing at homeless shelters? Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I saw somebody yeah. post like <laughs> what they doing at. Yeah. I saw somebody yeah. post. I asked what they was doing in prisons. You know, it's like, what do you do with them? And I saw someone that was letting some people out. They were letting some of them out. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, yeah, crazy. I, that, I, don't know I think it was in, like in Philly, somewhere like that, man. They, they, yeah. They're like uh, like small crimes. They're they're taking them down, you know, booking them, just getting their name and everything. But, you know, allowing them to. come back and get your ass. N- nah, they just letting <laughs> them go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So a lot of people are like, I was about to be a purge. Da, 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 like, Straight you, up. You know. <laughs> 
But man, Purge, purge man. man, I know regular people who don't commit crime still ain't gonna commit no crime. We, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> the Purge is like your average. You remember that shit, man? They had like just average mm-hmm. housewives out there just blowing mugs' heads off. <laughs> yeah, like my muffins last week, bitch. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Stupid, man. But all right, man, let's get to this episode. But man, prayers up to everyone, man. Um, you know, wash your hands. Uh, you and know, wash your ass. ass. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Shout out to the medical staffs, too, man. Holding it yeah, down. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And grocery man, store workers. I go workers. back to work Saturday, so, man, keep me yeah, in prayer, man. y'all. I'll go back to work yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we got you, so. bro. Yeah, man. Hey, but, uh, before man. We go somebody, the- somebody in the streets, you, you, they got that call. Like, oh, man, you got an OD. I'm like, hey, bro, I got to let, let him go, man. I ain't trying to get that Rona. <laughs> <laughs> I go, he already yeah, OD'd. Man. It's a wrap, man. Man, no, they gave us precautions, player. and we got all kind of medical, like masks, the, the, the correct mask and the, all that yeah. shit, man. But, man, it still ain't no fun. So, But, yeah, man, um, before we go any further, man, TC, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. Cheer. 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 And King K, where can they find you, brother? Uh, y'all can find us on social media, and that's at Twitter at the number three Drunken Nights. That's Nights with a K. Y'all can find us on Instagram at the number three Drunken Nights. Nights with a K underscore. Y'all can follow us on Facebook at the Drunken Nights. And uh, y'all want to listen to the show? Follow us on every platform except for Pandora. We working on that shit. But the Drunken Nights podcast. That's sure. Spotify, iTunes, all of that shit. Chia, chia, chia. Hey, shout out to Stacy who was on our last episode, man. We had a good episode with Stacy. Seemed like that was forever ago. But uh, know, thank right? you, it does, Stacey, don't for, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stacy, thank you for pulling up. Uh, she's coming back and she uh, she definitely um, she down to, you know, give it a give, roll with us again, man. So there man, we go, man. man. Check that episode out. Uh, King K, man, we tried this before, but, you know, neither here nor there, man. We, we are back. Everybody <laughs> got to understand, man, when you do episodes and every podcaster has probably been here before, man. You've yep. done an episode and some technical stuff happened. And yep. that's why we're dropping on a Thursday. Man, we had a full hour good. or whatever. It just crashed. So, but, you know, man, it's all good. We back. And, um... Yeah, man, we're going we gonna to get this episode rolling. And TC's here with us now, so that makes it even better, man. We have See? three of us have to be another to Hey, man, in you know. Yeah, man, that was TC, man, intervention. You know, I know you was... Yeah, I know you was gone. I know you left, went to Alabama, man. We, you know, we we definitely sent some condolences up to you, man. And, um, you know... I appreciate uh, it. Man, you know, prayer to your family and, you know, everything like that, man. So... Yeah, right on, man. Uh, I appreciate that, for sure. Yeah, man. Um... But what we were talking about, you know, what I want to talk about today, man, we got to kind of, um, I guess, man, just kind of like have some conversation amongst us as men, uh, which we, a lot of times we have conversation with each other, but you know, we, it's, it's very, uh, I would say surface, surface level. You know what I mean? We, we joke on each other. We have fun. Every blue moon, we'll touch a spot here and there of having Mm -hmm. some seriousness, but Sometimes we, you know, we may, we may end it out in a joke or mm-hmm. rub it, you know, like go, you know, don't go too deep, man. And um, you know, I think it's uh, necessary for and it's healthy, man, for men 
as we get older to start having these conversations with each other, man. And uh, I think we have to learn how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think uh, we're so used to be – we're so – I think we – I think it's an insecurity. What y'all think, man, of men having – like true transparent like i called it last time when we were talking and i was like i called it intimate in a meaning of like you know <laughs> it's, it's 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 close conversation with each other that we're we're vulnerable with each other mm-hmm. you know what i mean but uh what, what do y'all think man do you, is he think why, why do you think it's hard for us to have that with each other go ahead tc um why do i think it's important i don't know man no no i said why is i think it difficult for us to be able to do oh that. difficult yeah yeah, yeah. um I don't know, bro. Uh, I don't know if it could be ego. I don't know if it's just, you know, people, you know, wanting their own privacy and not trying to open up, you know, in certain ways to, to other, you know, fellas or men. Um, pride. Um, man, it could be deep-rooted, like, you know, your upbringing, you know, taught to be a certain way and, you know, that's just in your, you know, nature because you were taught that way. I mean, I feel like the list is long, bro. Right, right. I think it's a fear mm-hmm. on on uh, both ends of the spectrum. So, if if you are a man who feels like the people that are around you, you are a little bit more superior, then you will try to keep that image of superiority mm. around them. Mm. So you won't show no weaknesses or nothing like that. Now, okay. if you're amongst a group of men that you feel are on a level that you would wish to be on, mm-hmm. you're still going to hold it in because you don't want to seem like the weak nigga mm-hmm. out the bunch. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's going to be a high level of insecurity, but I, I, it's really fear. You don't want to be judged. Yeah. And look, I, I've studied human behavior, psychology, and all this shit just on my own personal shit. Right. Never went to school for it. And one of the things that I've noticed is um, on our show, one of the reasons I'm so transparent on our show mm-hmm. is because that opens the door for other people to be transparent. Yeah. yeah you yeah. dig what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. if I'm not being vulnerable and having moments where I'm like, I tell off the top. I ain't shit. I ain't, look. It was times where I wouldn't shit. I was a shitty father. I was a shitty husband, and that helps other people to be able to open up the door. I mean, that helps to open up the door for other people to be able to say, like, "Damn, you know, I ain't alone. I, you know, I've been there before too." Yeah, I think there. I think in that conversation, man. I think once there's an icebreaker yep. of those conversations more men are able to do it. And I think, man, I think when we get older and I, I realize that we probably, bro, what the fuck do we got to prove? I don't have much to prove anymore to this next man standing in front of me because we're past that way of living to where I got to prove I'm stronger than you. I got to prove that I'm faster than you. I got to prove that I, I'm like, bro, this what you see is what you get. And I think mm-hmm. that's as we, as we get older, we're able to have that conversation more than when we were a young boy you know what i'm saying and um i think that depends on where you at though no you can't have that once with, you, you can't once have you that get to where you feel everybody. comfortable in your life and yourself you're able to it's the same way with an alcoholic a, a person that's still dealing with being an alcoholic mm-hmm. it's hard for them to admit being an alcoholic once they've been through it took the steps and they've moved into a direction 
that they want to be, they'll tell you all of the dirt they did well, and all of that shit. You're, you right, you're right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's why my point of what I'm saying is I think that you have to do it with people you are comfortable enough to do it with. Yeah. Meaning that's why alcoholics do it amongst other alcoholics. They're yeah. able to open Relatable. up and, get, and understand how to let go of that because I'm just like you. I'm just like you. I'm just like mm-hmm. you. To where mm-hmm. I have to be able to open up amongst fellas that I'm comfortable enough with to be able to do that. That's why I usually see it in like some special, this is a church group men from church or, you know what I mean? It's always yeah. something like that. It ain't ever just like some random cats that you just like, man, I know this nigga from high school. Let me open up to him. But a lot of times, you're able to do it around B and Swoop because you feel mm-hmm. in a safe space. They may jab you a couple times, but they mm-hmm. still allow you to be able to just be like, I ain't this. I, you know, they let, yeah. they allow you to lay it out. Yeah. Now you're not gonna mm-hmm. do that with Johnny at work because you like yeah. I fuck you up, Johnny. Yeah. You say the wrong thing. Or Johnny, or or not only that, or Johnny may I mean, try to fringe. take. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Johnny may try to take yeah. your <laughs> yeah. Johnny may take your vulnerability and, and use try it to against use it against you. you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's most people, and I think that's what the biggest fear is. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, with this being said, man, uh, I want to have this kind of conversation today, at least on this first topic. Mm-hmm. Um, this first topic, man, I want to put a video in here, man. Um, I love Mike Tyson. I dare, I named my son after him, in a sense. Tice is his name because that was Tupac's. I told it before. Tupac called Mike Tyson Tice, and that's the reason why I named my son Tice. Uh, he's one of my favorite people. I think if you look on a transparent and you see growth, you've seen all that. He, like, lived his life in front of the screen into the hardest part. Like, we always, like, Tyson was, like, the hardest person ever to us growing up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but we've seen his blow-ups. We've seen a dude just, like, go through all transitions of life. And it was just, like, he still was a monster to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but anyway, uh, man, think of they had reality TV back then, man, and Mike Tyson was on that shit. <laughs> it been over. Yeah, it been over. Or we may have looked at him in a different light. I always say our heroes we looked at different if there was social media. We would look at all our heroes different if we had social media. If we had social media and Michael Jordan, who we think is the GOAT of basketball, we would totally look at him because DMZ would have shown him leaving a zero to $15,000. <laughs> We'd be like, this sucker, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or like when, they, you know, you hear rumors of some of the shit he's done, the servers mm-hmm. or things, or my, or him and Charles Barkley leave a $2 tip on a 20000 bill or something crazy. You know what I mean? We would look at mm-hmm. him different. But um, but anyway. Um, Them niggas did that? Man, they, they, talk, they say how, like, the rumor. Yeah. Rumor right. is they were, like, the worst, like, tippers they just like trashed to, to servers oh, it was just like some messed up people man in that sense you know what i'm saying yeah. or you know we hear rumors of of, of martin luther king out there having a whole bunch of he women TMZ would have caught him yeah, leaving, the, leaving the hotel yeah, yeah. <laughs> with you know the white women tiptoeing bro you know <laughs> it <laughs> hey martin where you coming from never mind where i've been yeah. <laughs> see where i'm going <laughs> Leave it with Becky like, like, wait, you for the people, ain't you? <laughs> man, that's Man, real. you know they were saying, and it was another rumor, I don't know how true this is, man, and I don't like to hear that, but they were just saying, like, um, they were saying, you know, all the conspiracy theorists and all that, and they were like, 
Mar- or Malcolm, you know, was really gay in real life and all kind of crazy shit, man. But I, you know, I don't know about that. that. I don't believe that. But all I'm saying is our heroes today mm-hmm. would be looked at totally different if there was social media. I agree. Because them jokes is coming off. They kill. They, they gonna kill. <laughs> but anyway, man, let's get back to this Mike Tyson, man. But Mike Tyson, man, um, he he is like. <laughs> I love Tyson, man. I love him just because of, like I said, he was like my childhood. Like we seen a Superman. He was the Superman of our, you know, of of us as black people. Everybody was just like, I don't care who they put in front of him. We was just like Tyson. But, uh, man, here's a clip of him, man. I'm going to play this clip for you guys, and then uh, we're going to discuss it. All right, one second. Man, Alexander Napoleon, I know the more. I read the more. I studied the more. I know the art of fight. I know the art of war. That's all I ever studied. That's why I'm so feared. That's why they feared me when I was in the ring. Because that's all my, I was an annihilator. That's all I was born for. And now those days are gone. It's empty. I'm nothing. I'm working on being the art of humbleness. Can you believe me? That's the reason why I'm crying. Because I'm not that person no more. And I miss them. Because sometimes I feel like a bitch. Because I don't want to. I don't want that person to come out because if he comes out, hell is coming with him. And it's not funny at all. It must sound cool. Like I'm a tough guy. It's just that I hate that guy. I'm scared of him. Aight, aight, aight. What y'all think about that, man? I'll let you start, TC. Man, <laughs> man Mike, Mike, uh, even in his age, how old is Mike now? What, 50-something? 50? Or he might just be 50, right? Roughly? Nah. Even Mike at his probably, age, Mike probably. I'll give you the exact I age, man. 50. Mike, I bet Mike. Put, I bet he pushing sixty, bro. I don't yeah, know. Might be. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Fifty three, bro. Fifty three. That's why I said he's around fifty, okay. man. Yeah, okay, fifty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, because you gotta remember, he was young as fuck, man. When he was kicking sixteen, <laughs> nigga was. That's right. He, he, started, was, he was the youngest champion ever, yeah, man. Yeah, he time. was yeah, a little right, dude. Be, not te- not literally a little dude, but you know what I'm saying, I, young boy. I just watched him, man. Yeah, he was like sixteen <laughs> as an amateur running through boys, man. Beasting. <laughs> but even in his even in his age, man, just hearing him hearing him speak like that, talking about you know no, knowing what you saw, you know, when we was growing up, and then at fifty. Three, like knowing, like I got this, I got this animal that's rage inside of me. If I let him out, hell coming with him. Like nigga, that shit, that shit put fear in a grown man heart. Like shit, I ain't. Yeah, like, Mike, I don't know, bro. Like, even even today, he's hey, that's that's a tough dude, man. That's a tough dude. Yeah, just for this, yeah. just just hearing him speak, man, and then that that passionately about, you know. Having having that pent up in them, you know, that's 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 tough. That's tough, man. Like that's almost like, damn. What if one day Mike just snap and and that and that guy does come out? And then they're like, then they're like some uh, Bruce Banner and Hulk type shit. That's that's what I feel like with with, with Mike right now. Yeah, yeah. See, I you look piss at him off. Different. The wrong, wrong person say the wrong thing. Hulk coming out. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's Mike. I, I did see that part of it, but his passion in it. It seemed deeper than that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen the passion of him because he he did start off. He he like he studied the art of like war, like fighting mm-hmm. was his thing. Mm-hmm. But like his passion behind it seemed a little deeper than that to me because I thought it was 
a point of where he was at and what made me think it deeper because now he says i am i am learning humbleness like i'm stuck you know like basically like i'm learning to be that person because mm-hmm. i think when mike Moore came with his like fighting was who he was right but so much came so much more came with that like the disruption of who Mike Tyson was was because he was the best fighter ever, regardless if it was the drugs, regardless if it was the women, regardless of whatever it was, he was a part of him that he had to let go of. That was like he said, if he let go, which was a monster. So the fighting, the drugs, the alcohol, the money, the just all that type of things that was like damn near the destruction of Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? And I looked at it like that. That's where he, he was just like, I miss that sometimes. Like, you know, just that part of me, which was like at the peak of who Mike Tyson was, mm-hmm. but it still was dangerous. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. I, I don't know how you, how you look at it. Um, I had a question. I, I mm. it, it was his life is so much more healthier mentally mm-hmm. and uh, maybe not physically because that man was built like a <laughs> yeah. but mm-hmm. mentally his his life is better he's in a better space he has a uh he's married right he has a wife mm-hmm. family that he is extremely committed to if that's the case what is it about a man that makes him still so passionate about his past life that he was willing to cry about the old person that he was even knowing and understanding where he is now and knowing he's in a better place because i had to question when i was saying it i had to question it like what is it about the man pride that, that will still make us that passionate about even it for even him though to say we sometimes know. i feel like a bitch yeah man you t- I, that's what i was trying to yeah man that's exactly yeah. it he felt like a bitch he feel like he gotta suppress so much of who he is naturally what he really want to say how he really want to react you make him feel like a bitch, and he like shit, man. Like, cause he know he he know if he act how he wants to act, it's gonna be those those headlines again, those handcuffs again, that jail time again. You know what I'm saying? So he gotta like, and then it's the fucking climate that we in right now. We so PC, like even him letting a little bit of that shit out, you know, would, would cause backlash. There's no like, there's even. If a watered down version of him from the damn '90s w- w- was to come out, it still would be held, you know, today compared to his full blown right, right. self ahead, back in the day. Right. Go ahead, King. Yeah. King, and ahead. so the answer to that question for me was: I don't give a fuck what's happening, what's going on, how better a man's life is. A man's pride and ego is still extremely important to him, and the way that he is viewed um, out in the world to him the way he perceives his because nobody in this world thinks Mike Tyson is a bitch (laughs) you dig what I'm saying (laughs) nobody thinks that but But, I think he's thinking himself exactly and that's what I'm saying that your perception of the way that the world views you because I don't think it's the world, though, King K. I think Who it's else some, is making him feel like a I, bitch? He's I, because himself. when he has to be humble in them moments. Himself. Yeah, when he has to be humble in them moments in his head, he's the, they, he think I'm a bitch. Nah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's it, man. I think he's thinking like right now. Mm-hmm. What he thought was a bitch the whole time he was who he was as that monster. Now he's that. 
Now he's that. I feel like a bitch. You see what I'm saying? I don't think it's about the outside world. I think inside, he's like, I feel like a bitch. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But but when I want to go, and, and, and you and, I, and and that's a you you hit on something. What you're saying, King K, is kind of what I wanted to bounce to, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put ourselves in the seat of Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. right? And is there anything that anything? Any way we felt in the past, any way we are with our ego, who we are today, regardless if we're maturing, transitioning in life, or whatever it is, that we have a moment to where we feel like that. Now, maybe not the sobbing, snotty nose crying, mm-hmm. but is there a moment in your life to where it, 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 that you're like, fuck, I miss that. I miss that person. Regardless of whatever it is, and, and and I wanted to ask you guys, what is that with you guys, and what makes you feel that way? Uh, you go ahead. You want, you, you want to go first, TC? I can, man. Uh, I I don't necessarily miss a uh, uh, a version of myself. Um, um, I like to think that throughout you know stages of life. I mean, I'm, I'm only 36, but I've progressed. Um, you know, nicely, you know, over those 36 years. So I don't know if I necessarily want to go back to a certain version of myself, but yeah, I mean, we always think about shit where we had, well, I ain't going to say we always, um, times we had less responsibility, man, you know, oh man, I wish I could live college days one time and like party at three in the morning and then go to the village and, and eat sliced, you know, pizza or something, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. But I don't necessarily miss a, 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 a certain version of myself okay go ahead, go ahead um when i was younger i was a selfish reckless nigga and <laughs> i think i can relate <laughs> that's where i'm going with and, it uh, <laughs> i had oh a lot of fun yeah. in good times and the 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 view that i had of myself during that time Man, I ain't gonna say it killed it, but man, kids and responsibility and all of that shit, mm-hmm. when that shit starts to make you think twice about a lot of shit, it gets scary to start even thinking about living that life again. Mm-hmm. But when I think about it and I reminisce about it, and I'm like, I had a great fucking time. And yeah. I am scared to live that type of life again. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. Um, when I heard Mike say this the first time I heard it, man, that shit hit home. Um, because mine, 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 like yours, was like this selfish life, this mm-hmm. selfish person that we had. Um, like selfishness to where it was no consideration for no one else. Yep. No one else's pain. No one else's inconsider- being inconsiderate to someone else's time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Um, or, or just just someone else's emotions, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And when you were that way, it was this it was this way of that's the monster part of it, mm-hmm. right? Because it's dangerous. Like if you have this way of life to where you're just living it to where you're just that selfish mm-hmm. to not care about anyone else. And, and and the thing with me was it never was being done in a way to where I was just savage with it. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm hurt this person. But yeah. when it did happen that I did hurt someone, 
I didn't learn from it. I was just like, yo, I'm just young. You know what I'm saying? And then now back to where you 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 feeling like this when you when you have to go to this transition of maturing and this this part of life to where you have to step back and say, I have to be considerate of that mm-hmm. because now someone is looking at me like I need you to feed me. Mm-hmm. I need you to be. I need. I gotta put. I gotta put family before myself. Mm-hmm. Yo, I want them new shoes, but damn. I can't, you know what I mean? Before, mm-hmm. I'll just go grab them, you know what I'm saying? No mm-hmm. matter what. And it was just like, now you got to consider those type of things. So when you sit back and you start missing out on some of those things in life that you used to be able to do without call, without without at all, mm-hmm. you look back and you be like, damn, like, man, like, when you lived it. You sit there just smiling, you smile to yourself like, man, that was epic that shit was great yeah man but it was so reckless reckless it was so reckless <laughs> it was reckless <laughs> <laughs> and and i get what you're saying as far as like it wasn't like you was trying to be a savage and even when you found out that your decisions hurt someone else mm-hmm. you did feel bad you did you, you did. know you felt you felt bad about it but, but not enough to not do it again yeah, you just try to figure out how to, how to better. not hurt them. <laughs> yeah, man. But that was my problem. I was, I was, and it's still something I struggle with now. Is mm-hmm. I'm an instant gratification type of person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and then I didn't have any control over it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I realized, you know, now during my maturity that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what I was doing was trying to fill voids or yeah. um, having all insecurities all and, and all of that shit. You know what I mean? But at the time, I didn't have a name for those feelings. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So whatever make me feel good in that moment is is what I was. Oh, hey, I'm with it. Let's do it. Yeah. What? I, do what? I ain't never tried it before. It's cool. it's, let's try it. But Fuck. do you ever look back at those times too, man? And although we look and we could joke about it now and we could say... Um, like man, it I could go back there. But in the moment of that too, I think it brings me uh, sometimes it kind of brings me pain because not not it's it's because like damn, the people the lives that you did affect in the in the ways you could have mm-hmm. thought you could have changed or you know what I'm saying? I think I think that's I think that's an I, I go through in a roller coaster of emotions when I think about those times, man, because it was ugly, bro. Yeah. It was an ugly person there, man. And I think, like, that's where the monster of it comes. Mm-hmm. Because it's a monster, dog. Mm-hmm. That ain't nothing nice there, man. If you take you right now with the the finances, the wisdom, <laughs> and you put you back in that place, mm-hmm. oh, dog, you're <laughs> fucking, you're wrecking shit, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially the money. Yeah. <laughs> If I made you what know? I made now and lived in Muncie, Indiana, <laughs> I would be the fucking man. <laughs> the yeah, man. man. Like, but it, they, but you'd be the man in the wrong place to where you just like, man, you ever hear yeah. like, when a, you know, man, like they say things like, and, and this may be a whole other conversation, man, like, do you wonder why we're not in a place that we dream that we are we we should be in life? Yeah. Man, because yeah, God that's know real. we ain't ready, that's man. Real. God know that's we real. not ready. Facts. Yep. God know we ain't ready for our podcast to be to the next level yet. Mm. He knows that, dog. He mm-hmm. knows you're not ready to be a millionaire yet. You can't manage mm-hmm. $500. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Think about like even with the podcast, it's like I can't give them a big company. I can't give them a big company calling them right now and, and put them on a major platform because sometimes they dread even coming to record on Sundays or come record on Mondays, let alone now they have to. Or, you know, they're not fully prepared like they should be mm-hmm. as far as content. They're not fully prepared like they should be with this. Why God going to bless us with that, dog? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, you throw, throw a million dollars by way. I would come recording this motherfucker every day. You think that, though? Because <laughs> I'm getting paid for it. Bro, it's my job now. The thing about it is God know you're not doing that when it's free, let Facts. alone you think you're going to do it when you get a million. Man, that's the shit that sucks about responsibility. You know, <laughs> straight up, man. Like doing shit for free. That's the part right there. Like, man, do you know how many times I didn't said I was gonna go do some shit that I knew I wouldn't get paid for, but I love it, but I know my old lady gonna be shitty because I'm not spending time with the family, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. do some shit for free. So it's times I gotta be like, All right, so look, if I I spend time with the old lady Oh shit, my bad. I'll spend time with the old lady this day. Let me see if I can and you scheduling how you want to go do this shit that could possibly make you some money in the long run, but you got responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So now you mm-hmm. have to be like, I can't do what I want to fucking do because I don't want to upset the house. Yeah. But if I was getting some money for the shit, it hey, be, I don't think it'd be easy. I, I think, think I, I think it'd be a little. Hey, look, that's how these it slits. Click, 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 click. That's a better sell. That's a better sell, though. For real. That's it's a better, a better sell. sell, but I think what we do, we mess up in society. We think money will change and make it easier or make it better. I don't think It's so, a band-aid. Bro. It's a band-aid, it's a, bro. It's, it's going to be band-aid. the same problems because once the money starts coming in, it's going to be the same issues while that person wants you to, like, now you're even more dedicated because you got to make money off of it. Now you're taking more mm-hmm. time from the family. I agree. Yeah. Or, or again, or it just makes a new problem. If you make a million dollars, they happy at that point. But once they get used to a million dollars, it's going to be like, I need more time. But think about this. How many times have you jacked off a hundred dollars? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where I put that money? I did not know how you was finna end. (laughs) I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) Man, yeah, see, grown men still got to say pause and shit. Gotta say no homo. Nah, no, I just thought you was gonna end with jacked off. Yeah, like, that's it was like a long question. pause right there. <laughs> How many times you jack off instead of record? <laughs> <laughs> man, sometimes jacking off can't mess up your whole day. You be like, man, I've been standing here looking for two hours trying to find this perfect scene. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> but anyway, man, <laughs> you spend more time finding a scene. Than, you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. damn, man, fuck I spent it. two fuck hours it. finding this. Uh, page 58. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. You make it to page 58, you on the wrong website. <laughs> you you supposed to find something between page Real. one and two. <laughs> Man, ain't no way you find a page anything one and two. Depending on what you search. You think something better at 10. <laughs> no, what you, normally what happens is you go in, you put in a better search. You be like, the shit I'm looking for ain't on these two pages. Yeah, let, let me, me narrow the search down. <laughs> Narrow down the results. You advanced search the titty size. (laughs) (laughs) I said double D's. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. All right, so you jacked off a lot of money. How many times we did what now? Yeah, man, we done jacked off a hundred dollars. What makes you think we're gonna be ready for a million, man? We ain't. You know what I mean? It's just God. I think God puts us in places and positions that we know we're ready for. I give you that. I agree. You know what I mean? And I think, like, you know, I think once we 
or some positions that you is this is going to help you get ready. Yeah, you're not ready yeah, yet, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to put you in this position because I'm going to be honest and I don't mind saying it because my wife has said the same thing. When we got married, we was not ready to get married. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But where we are now during those times mm-hmm. helped us to be where we are now. Yeah, I think marriage and kids, I think it turns into the same conversation. Yeah. Are you really ready? Nah. Because when you have, like you said, marriage or even a kid. You were like, yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. Damn, I didn't know this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we got to do what? Oh, damn, I got to, you know what I mean? Like, he goes shit every hour? <laughs> yeah. How much is diapers? <laughs> yeah, like, damn, diapers went up again? Man. Oh, damn. Wait, hold on. All right, cool. Let's look for this daycare. It's going to be smooth and easy. Yeah. Ah oh, man, we don't really like how we walked in that mug and it was a kid walking around with his pamper half off. Okay, cool. Let's go to the next one. Ah oh, man, you see how they was walking on the what are they shoes on? Okay, you go to the it's dog. It's like finding a perfect daycare and all. Man, it's a lot of shit you don't expect, dog. Yeah, yeah. Same thing, marriage and kids. It's, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, I'm hey. telling you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We could tell you everything, and guess what? You still right. gonna be surprised. Yeah, I <laughs> straight up, man. you never know till you really, till you really go through it. Oh, you man, come like, on, hey, man. bro, come on, remember bro. you said so and so? Like, yeah, that should happen today. Never know, man. <laughs> we never know, man. But speaking of kids, man, uh, I think there was something uh, that that you had, King K. I think that was a pretty good topic as far as uh, being a kid, having a kid. You mm-hmm. know, but go explain that, man. I think that was pretty- so. I was. Um, listening to um i was actually listening to the red table talk with snoop dog mm-hmm. and he was talking about how he had talked to his moms or whatever and she had never told him that you should apologize or anything like that she just kind of gave him og talk you know the apologize you know i raised you better uh, apologize to uh gail king okay okay and um she just gave him OG talk though You know mm-hmm. I raised you better than that And um, Just sent a lot of A lot of OG shit to him mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. And that is what made him apologize She never made him do it <clears throat> And so It made me start thinking about There's a difference I, I believe that there's a difference between um, Being the kid Of a teen parent And that parent's relationship Now that I was the I was the kid of a teen parent. Yeah, likewise. And seeing the different relationships with uh, my peers and their parents mm. versus me and my parent. And so wait, wait. Let me ask you a question before you go on. Um, your your friends and their parents, their parents waited to have kids. Yes. Okay. Okay. And. Um, just kind of seeing the the different, and uh, then I started thinking about other people that I know that have relationships with their parents, and their parents are also teen parents. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "That's odd. We never hear the story of the kid that had to grow up with the teen parent. Mm-hmm. We always hear the teen True. parent part of it, and yeah, people always say like, I was yeah. a teenage parent, and this,' but we never hear the story of the kid they had to fucking raise.' Yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, and true. I'm one of those kids. Like, yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Um, so how did it affect you? Did it? You know what I mean? Like, is it? It it. What's your relationship? What, what was crazy was okay. So with me, ended up being a teen parent. 
um, it made me start looking at my mom differently because I was just like, there are certain things I had uh, resentments about, mm-hmm. you know, and now that I have children and now my oldest, she's about to grade to go to Ball State, you know, chirp, chirp. Hey. So. Oh, we gonna see, <laughs> hey, man, we're going to see her at homecoming, man. We're going to be your eyes at homecoming, dog. Hey, I'm with it. Show yeah. us the picture and we're going to be on her. I'm with it. <laughs> hey, get your Straight ass on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smacking you know, pups and, out of hands. Yeah, we're going to be like, who this, who this is dude? That. We gonna be, we be the guards <laughs> at the homecoming. <laughs> we got you. <laughs> I was a teen parent. And now it started to make me look at my mom like the way that our relationship is just on the surface. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people might not even think we were mother and son. Mm. They think we sister and brother or friends or something like that because the way that I had to grow up with her growing up, mm-hmm. she didn't know who she was. She was a kid having a kid mm-hmm. trying to do the mm-hmm. best that she could. And I'm the oldest, and then I had a brother that came soon after me, and I believe that she was still a teenager when she had him, too. Right, 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 right. So, is that good? Is it... Man, you, it's, it's, it's... resist it's, that, or, I mean, will you... It's good and bad. Okay. Because the, the good part of it is um, I'm able to completely and fully be myself, with my mom okay you know we can have really honest and um transparent conversations as if i was talking to one of my homies Mm, mm. the bad part of it is when it gets to the depths of things because i don't know if this is with every um young man but there's a certain level of 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 love that you want from your mom Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and with her being a mother for most of her adult life and not just being, she had no time to really be who she is as just a mm, woman. Mm, mm. She didn't have, she had to start trying to figure out who she was as a woman after her kids moved out. But she's so trained to be a mother, a mother mm. is it could be hard for her to figure out who she is, you know? And with that, when I'm going through something or have a con- I need to talk to her about something, she's straight being a mom. And she's one of those moms that when the police come to the door, my baby ain't do it. Mm. Like, nah, I need, some, I need some real objectivity. Quit being biased. You I know what you. I mean? I got you. Quit being so fucking mm. biased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so there's certain things that... that That's where the friend comes in. Yeah. Okay. And it's like, nah, I kind of need you to be my mom's yeah. for a little yeah. bit, you know. And I'm not sure if she completely knows how to do that. And I can be fair and say that I haven't given her too many opportunities to be that either. Just because I'm, I, I, if y'all listen to um, Jones show before the the stakes is high show before with me on it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, Blueprint yeah. to Fatherhood, I think is what it was called. I think so. I, think so. Yeah, yeah, I told yeah. a story on there. You know, I didn't know my father until I was 25. Damn, and so, I, th- I thought you'd have had that episode number of what it was, man. Dang. But um, there's a lot of things I had to figure out and learn on my own. Yeah. And so it got hard as an adult to turn to my mom for a lot of stuff. But now that I'm getting older and mature, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, damn, man, I really kind of wish I had some of that. The Mike Tyson effect right there. So... What you just said is very important. So I think there's good and bad. So I am a I am a, a product of a teen mother. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mother had me at like 18. 
I think it was 18, 17, 18, whatever. So the good and bad to that, right, is I always say in a conversation with my mother and any teen parent, you said it earlier, they had to figure it out, mm-hmm. especially if they didn't have a super strong support system mm-hmm. that was helping. Now, my mother had a support system, but she rebelled against it because that support system wasn't like, I'm going to treat you like an adult as a support system. I'm still going to treat you like a kid, although you have to live as an adult with this little this kid. Mm-hmm. So she rebelled. Right. So the good in that conversation of my mom and I as being a teenager and her learning, I learned too. Mm-hmm. I learned how to struggle. I learned some of the ins and outs because she was young. She was doing it with me mm-hmm. as, you know what I'm saying? When you start returning six and she in her early 20s, I'm seeing like, you know, all mm-hmm. the 20-year-old <laughs> bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I'm learning this. I'm learning how to struggle. I'm learning how to do all these things at an early age, which could be good or bad. But anyway, I learned those things. So as I became an adult, I didn't go into this world of shock when it came to struggle I didn't go into this world of shock when it uh, the shock when it came to dealing with adversity. I didn't, you know, whatever it was, I was ready for it because my mom was young and had to go through all that with me at an early age. Mm-hmm. Now the bad part of it is I hold a, there's a lot of resentment that I held because I felt I was cheapened out of in like this innocent life as a kid I should have been able to have, mm-hmm. and I was felt like I was I had to go through these struggles because you didn't wait to get a job you didn't wait to be an adult before you had a kid Mm -hmm. so therefore I think that I held resentment there growing up Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because of Mm -hmm. I was eating fucking government cheese I was Mm -hmm. although there was beautiful times in that a struggle but at the same time I told a story a couple weeks ago, man. I'd had to go to get free lunch forever. And this was at a school where a lot of people weren't on free lunch. Mm-hmm. You had to give your mm-hmm. name, and they had to write your name down to get free mm-hmm. lunch. I was embarrassed, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, Other man, kids say you hold lunch. up the Other, They paying their money. I'm like, that. damn, yeah. I used to have to take a, act, take a dollar and buy a cookie to act like I was paying for my lunch. So mm-hmm. those type of things yeah. of embarrassment and just all these things that, like, I know that, it made me who I am today as an adult, mm-hmm. and I probably don't want my kid to go through that, but mm-hmm. it's still that thing that made me be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I understand because, like you said earlier, man, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. yeah. Like, my mom was dealing with my mom's, my grandmother, she had MS. I don't remember a time when my grandmother was well. Mm-hmm. I remember being very young and visiting her in a home. She was blind, and she 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 just didn't know what was really going on. Yeah. And, and her and her mother was dying as she was growing up. And her dad, uh, may he rest in peace. He was literally crazy. This nigga mm. was crazy. He was fried. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fight police. Fighting the police. This nigga was sitting at the front door with it unlocked, sitting in the chair with a shotgun, and begged people to break in. Like, the nigga was crazy. So, she didn't have a whole lot. structure. Yeah. And she was the oldest. And she had two younger brothers. One um, who was murdered by the police. And uh, Mm. they both were deep in the streets and Mm. shit like that. And she's just, she's the oldest girl. And so, the structure and all of that shit just. Dysfunction. Man. And um, 
It's crazy, man. She told me um, some years ago, man, that she had me at 16 years old, uh, 16 years old on purpose because she wanted somebody to love her. Hmm. Straight up. And uh, I didn't get it. Believe it or at not, the time. Bro, that's common. Yeah, I do. I, I believe that. I no, believe it, that. No, it is. It's, there's been studies mm. on showing young girls wanting to have kids, to have someone to love and someone to love them back. And it's and what, and me being a teen parent, I get. I feel a lot of guilt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because um, I feel more guilt now than I did during my. As we talked about previously, my young and reckless, <laughs> selfish times. Yeah. Because then, I was. It was easy for me to try to make a justification, you know, for not being the best father that I could be. Right. And especially, I blamed a lot on me not having a dad and and shit yeah. like that or whatever. But now that I'm older and matured, um, it's hard. The guilt hits harder now, even though I'm there and more present because right. now I'm looking back like I was so fucking dumb and reckless. And, and so it just makes me feel more guilty because I feel like the seeds that I planted were the wrong fucking seeds yeah. during the early times, yeah. you know, and now that I'm more mature that my oldest are kind of more set in who they want to be. And it may be, um, they may choose who they want to be based off of the older, reckless version uh, of I got you, I got you, you dig what I'm saying? So no matter how much I try and be yeah. better now, that kind of left that stain on their upbringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that their mind was a sponge at that five yeah. or six years and old. Yeah, and that shit just kept Soaking. growing as yeah, they yeah, getting yeah, older. Yeah, yeah. No matter how much better I yeah, got, yeah. that's kind of... But in fairness, right? So, you know, everyone comes back home when it makes sense, right? So, like... You were a sponge. I was a sponge mm-hmm. of fucked upness mm-hmm. at five and six, and but we still matured to understand there was a right place, and you know it took however long it took us. Yeah, we still found that place of understanding. Like I gotta change that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So was it kids for you? Say again. Was it kids for you that put you on that level that you needed to do something different? When you had Tice? It helped. Yeah, it was. It helped. Yeah. A lot of it helped. You know what I mean? A lot I don't think helped. I'd be the nigga that I am now if I didn't have kids. Even though I was still trying to figure it out. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah. didn't have kids, I think it took... I, I'd probably still be out here trying to be on some selfish shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, now, you th- when you think of that, that them eyes saying, Daddy, man. it's going to change a lot of what you think. Yeah, <laughs> For sure. I had one moment that happened that made me... That very day is when I planted the seed that I need to change. So... Yeah. Yeah, man. TC, what about you, man? I know your mother, and you, you had, you were a little bit older, man. Your mother was older, right, yeah. when she had you. So yeah. that's a whole different perspective. Yeah, yeah my mom was 29 uh, yeah. when she had me. Yeah, so, yes, yes, it's, I was listening, <laughs> man. It's just like, man, it's crazy. Um, like, hearing, like, some of the stuff y'all saying. Now, like, so, like, all right, let me, let me rewind a little bit. I mean, my mom was a single mom, so I mean, but my dad, I mean, he wasn't a dad, but he was in my, in my life, but my mom and dad were never together. Um, so it was just me and my mom in the household. So, you know, she was the one that was taking care of me, like, every day. And uh, so, I mean, there were times that, you know, she had to struggle, work a little harder to make, you know, ends meet and whatnot. And, but I never really, you know, as a kid growing up, I never really felt that you know what i'm saying like she did right. whatever she had to do you know so i didn't feel that you know now as right. i grow up you know and i look back then i know like 
Yeah, I had the Malto, uh, Malto Mill cereal instead of the, like, Kellogg's. You know what I'm saying? I had, like, mm-hmm. the the Fruit Rounds instead of the Fruit Loops. You know what I'm saying? Until, you know, things got a little better, you know, years later, then I can get Fruit Loops. So I was eating spaghetti. Hold on. Malto Mill ain't brand? Yeah, I thought that was brand name, I too. Thought, huh? I, thought, I love Malto Mill. I thought that was brand name. That's like that's like Malto Mill is like the off brand of the main brands. So like like fruit, Malto bitch. Mill Malto Mill makes like fruit rounds instead of fruit loops or like uh, uh, instead of corn okay, flakes they'll saying. make yeah, like yeah. corn crisps, you know what I'm saying? That no, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, flakes. It was corn. fire. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some yeah, yeah so I loops mean, of fruit. But like <laughs> reverse <laughs> Yeah, that shit. Right, exactly. But um you know, but I well, never like felt that. Though, I, right? I didn't know that growing. Yup, in them bags, in that big they're plastic bag. I didn't get no box. Yeah. I thought they was. Yeah, I thought they right. was. Yeah, they in the bags. They in the boxes. Yeah, I thought they was. They fire. I thought they was like medium level though. I thought nah, it was like the big like, boys, medium level, and then you got like the black and white boxes and the and the uh, King Vitamins. <laughs> nah, no, was, you stupid. King Vitamin was the truth. You had to add hella yeah, sugar to King it. King Vitamin with that sugar the over the top, scrape the, the, the bottom sh- of the bone yeah. when you eat it. The yeah. roof of your mouth is bleeding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Okay, sorry. But yeah, to man. Um, nah, y'all good, man. I like a little walk down memory lane, bro. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like, I didn't feel that, and and like hearing y'all. You know, stories like the probably the kids that y'all might have, you know, got annoyed with or like, you know, like used to like you look like, damn, I wish I had probably what they had. You know, I might have been one of them kids like I didn't have to do the free lunch. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of kids who have to go through that stuff and then it's a kid next to them who doesn't, you know unjustly like they have like this this little like man you know you think you better than because of x y and z and it's not that you think that you just like shit i'm just doing what what i feel like i'm supposed to be doing i yeah, ain't thinking nothing of it yeah, you know what i'm saying like i can't, can't control be, you it. can't just, be mad your mom had you at 29 with you know the right you know whatever you can't it's not right. your fault yeah it's not your fault right so like a lot of the bs like you know that you're saying you had to experience or view at, uh coming up as a kid i didn't really have to you know, deal with that. So, you know, I, and, and like, you know, saying like you had more of a, a, a buddy relationship as you were getting older. So they like that nurturing feeling that you needed. Like I didn't mm-hmm. have to deal with that. Like I had all of that stuff immediately. So it was like, I, you know, I, pre- I grew up appreciating that. And it, it's weird that like I had that upbringing. Y'all had y'all upbringing, but yeah. once we were both old, older, we still felt like, we knew what we would want our children still future children for me like so like i know what i want to provide for my kid based off of what was provided for me y'all know what i want to provide for y'all children based off of what wasn't provided for y'all you know what i'm saying like you know like all right i was missing this this and this i'm gonna make sure my child don't have to miss that i want them to have better than what i had you know what i'm saying so but but too with my kids i'm taking some of the things that i learned struggling and I'm teaching him that too because there's gro- there's there's power to, in to learn learn yeah learn yeah. from the struggle yeah yeah, yeah 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 and there's power in the struggle like man I, I Tyson Tyson man he's six and he know how to make a grilled cheese already <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> like straight That's up real. you know what I'm saying hey. but just hey, I'm gonna ask him to make me one next time I come <laughs> over to him like, hey hey Tyson can you make 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 Uncle grilled cheese sandwich yeah man? <laughs> he know how to make hot dogs he cool you know but but yeah man um but yeah I. Uh, it's interesting seeing the you know the different sides of it, man. But it, it, to my mother, man, you know, um, 
you know, my mother was the nurturing type until like I got into like, you know, fourth grade. And that's when mm-hmm. like fourth or fifth grade mm-hmm. she was because all she had was me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there mm-hmm. was a nurturing aspect there. And then, of course, you know, other things start happening like drugs and everything like that. That kind of, you know, that break that broke up the families in the in the in the early 90s like a motherfucker. You know, it mm-hmm. broke up mothers from sons, mothers from daughters, fathers from. But um, she was that. So I did get that sense of nurturing, mm-hmm. but it still was like this. Like I said, man, it was just like this, this struggle of the growing process of it. So I feel like you know, I tough. had to, I had to as well. But from what I can really remember, I feel like she just wanted to make sure that we were alive. We ate, mm-hmm. you know, we were, we had clothes yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and we were cool. And there was a, and there was a roof over our head. Because that was you a know, part of the struggle. Yeah. That was our everyday. That yeah, was, I think their that everyday was the everyday thinking. Yeah, I think yeah. that's. But it, I had to have some, some deep nurturing. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, poor people got a different way of mindset. It's survival. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a survival mindset, man. That's why, like, even if you look at poor people today, man, when you see like a student going through something because they're struggling, like, listen. That mom was not worried about that homework. Pro- that homework he had to had to do. She's worried about. Making sure he ate or making, you know what I mean? Yeah. That type of stuff going on, man. So you got to understand the culture of, uh, you know, the struggling parent or whatever. So, but yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, I like that, man. I like that topic of discussing the conversation of, like you said, you never hear about the kid. Mm-hmm. Most of the time you just see the results. You see an NBA yeah. nigga giving up to his mom because they struggle. She raised her by herself. Or you see the mm-hmm. other end of a dude who been in prison his whole life because he was raised by a single mother. You see the two extremes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You don't see yep. that middle person like us mm-hmm. that most of the time you just hear the NBA star or the prison <laughs> <laughs> the guy in prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Raised by the single mom, yeah. you know? so We can't blame them, though. Nah, man, you can't, can't, man. Do. They had to learn. They had to learn. It just you know? it doesn't – even though we can't blame them and we understand, it still doesn't take away that feeling, though. No, you not know, at all. That, that not yearning all. for your moms and yeah, shit, you know? Yeah, not at all, man. Not at all. You know, so. Yeah, man. But, man, we got a letter from a listener or a question from a listener. Okay. That's right around. Man, go right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna do like B. Tell him, damn, your prostate. <laughs> yeah, man. What? A- <laughs> I'm gonna read TC this question. KK at these restrooms. B gonna say something like his prostate jacked up. But anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so the question here, TC. I'm gonna get to it, man. Um, the question is from a listener and. Her question, I'm going to try to format it the best way I can. I wrote it down. I don't know what happened to it. So the question is from a uh, the the listener was married early in her in her mid to late 20s. Uh, right. It was a very uh, abusive and uh, abusive relationship. Uh, I don't want to say physical right offhand because I don't know if that's what it was, but they use the word abusive. Um, okay. Mental, physical, we both know that it can be the effects of both are very harmful. Um, mm-hmm. She got out of that marriage, mm-hmm. and now she is. Uh, uh, she got into to her thirties, and now she's she's in her thirties now, and she is open. She's she's freely dating, uh, dating as uh, however she wants. She's single. Uh, throughout her dating, 
uh, she is very open, very open with the individuals, individuals that she's dating. So mm-hmm. the individuals that she's dating, she will let them know I am seeing other people. And in the process of this, she will uh, she will let them know if it comes up that she is also having sex with other men, meaning it can be multiple people. One, two, three, whatever she wants. She feels free that she wants to be able to live this life because she has the prerogative to do it, Um, which is cool. Right. You know, hey, man, if the guys are saying cool, you know, whatever you being safe, do your thing. However. All right. So her question is throughout this throughout. There's a few things that we're going to talk about with this as far as the question goes. Um, The question is. If she wants to date one of these men that she has been transparent with. Uh, let them know that she's seeing other people that she's also even having sex with these guys if mm-hmm. she wants to be serious with these men one of the one of the guys throughout this do you think that uh, the transparency will hinder or possibly hurt the chances of her dating one of these guys seriously um, unfortunately I will say yes um, and the reason being is because, you know, I, well, I, I'll just speak, you know, from, from self, I won't speak generally. Like if you, if, if I, you know, in the past were to go into uh, a dating situation and that woman was like, you know, let you know, I'm like, I'm seeing other people like this. We're not exclusive. You know, I'm, you know, I'm smashing other people. I'm doing, I'm doing me, you know. We cool, we can do what we doing, but I'm doing me right now. And uh, I'm like, all right, you know, okay, cool. You kind of like set a, a certain bar at that moment, you know. You kind of set it like, all right, we just having fun. We just bullshitting around, and that's all it's going to be. And so then you do that. And um, I feel like once you kind of have it in your head, like this is like just your little play thing and it's nothing serious, it's kind of hard for people to get that view out of their head, you know what I'm saying? They like, you know, I got this girl, or they don't. They don't take that person seriously, and and somebody else that they might be seeing is coming at them with a different tone, saying like, "Well, I'm trying to see what's up with you. I ain't really concerned with other cats." And so you may, yeah, you might still play around over there, but you might sway the other way, and so you might not ever take that person seriously, even if they do finally come around. You're like, nah, I'm good. I'm I'm doing me too, or. I'm kind of feeling something else over here mm-hmm. that's more serious, so I'm good. So that, those right, are kind of like the outcomes I think would would happen from that. Okay, okay. So King K, I, I, we talked about it last episode. The, yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> like I asked TC, you know, without a, a, the, like all the other, the guys that she, one of the guys that she wanted to get serious with, um, do you think that he would, you know, possibly, you know, take her, take? Check her up on that request, or you know, after she didn't already told him that she fucking with other people, she was very yeah after yeah 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 after yeah. And this is is he gonna take her serious? Yeah, yeah. is he willing I to just, be able to go? Yeah, when she changed her, her mind, yeah. <clears throat> Man, it's possible. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's possible. But you're gonna have to change the way he views you. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to you you're going to have to if if you're going to be serious about it, then you're going to have to change the way he views you because it'll boil down to like they at the dinner table and she's like, "Look, I just want to let you know that I'm dating other 
you know, other guys or whatever. He's like, oh, my God, I'm glad you said that. I was just here for the pussy. Dap me up. <laughs> That's the only way he going to view her. Yeah, He's going to yeah, always yeah, look at her uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or, even if they cool, he's just going to look at her like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, for sure. And when she say I'm serious now, he's going to be like, man, you know, that ain't, you're not who I thought you was. You know, I looked at you as this. Yeah, yeah. My thing is, I agree with both of you guys. I think, like I said, through, I always say, whenever you transparent, you got to be willing and deal with the consequences of you being transparent. So the consequences is he could possibly just be like, hey, man, you know, I thought this was one way and now you want it the next this way. And I'm not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Um, Could he possibly say, yeah, let's go ahead and work this out. I'm down with it. I think let's just be honest, man. Men have insecurities. So, yeah. Anytime she gotta be you, doing, she gotta be doing something amazing for him to consider <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Like, yo, all right, bet I've been waiting for you to ask me that shit because good man. That's you know you what? Good. My my yeah, nigga you know. ego would make me end up being like, I must have had the best dick out of all of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she chose me. Or if he's being insecure, he's gonna think. I wonder if she said this to the other nigga, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's all these questions are going to come. Ahead. Yeah, that's like, true, too. Did you ask them and they said, no, they ain't with it. Now you just want to be in a serious relationship. Oh, nah, man. Yeah, there's a whole bunch true, of things that man. will come run through your head, man. And I think, man, on a percentage wise, where are you guys going to go with this? The guy who percentage wise, how many will probably opt out of that being serious with her? Depends on how far was, that, that coach is. <laughs> Cause that, that nigga alive be like I'm with that's it. That's true. If that shit fire, and he don't want to, he ain't ready to let it go yet. I think, see, I think the danger of a guy. I think we we talked about before. I think the danger of a dude with an ego who is, especially if it's fire. Yeah. He probably gonna try to convince her to be like make me the number one dude, make me only the only one, yeah. which can be very dangerous mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then he can lie to you and make you think that you are you making a choice to be with him because he's he has his ego about himself and he just mm-hmm. don't want you to be with anyone else. Although he's not gonna take you serious, mm-hmm. that's the danger of that. Mm-hmm. And I think yep. women, man, it's, that's why I always say, man, it's hard for women to have this this. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just fucking leave you alone because I think naturally men are dogs. And we have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And women are nurturing and loving to where, like, it takes a lot. I think it takes a lot for a woman. I think it takes a lot of hurt, like she said she went through, to be able to live that way and be on this, like, yo, I got a lot of men. I'm fucking whoever I want. Like, I think that shit's mm-hmm. deep. I don't know if y'all said it while I was in the bathroom or not, but I know I said it last time we recorded <laughs> yeah, this yeah, shit. That I don't think she needs to say shit until they say something. I don't think you should go into saying this shit because... To, she may got that fire and she know the nigga gonna fall in love with her. So man. she need to let him know, like, hey, listen, mm. you may love this shit. Tell him after the fact <laughs> that you got that. I, I tell him after the fact. You got a fact. crazy nigga after you. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. may know her stuff so fire to where she got to be like, look, listen, nigga. Here's one, be of the, good. Here's, here's one of the reasons that, why that, I say that. Because <laughs> oh, no, women, that could be sketchy, man. <laughs> you said, wasn't that TC? I said that could be sketchy, the whole not telling. Cause I know, man. That, that, that's what I'm saying. That just, that, that just leave that room for you to assume. And then all it takes is for you to see her out with some other cat 
that you thought you was exclusive with her and you and thought you had this stupid. fire but that's your lot. fault that's and your fault for thinking you was exclusive nah, when she never said she's it. stopping you from acting stupid dogs listen yeah. before you fall in love before you get a piece of this i need to let you know you ain't you ain't got no room to act stupid i'm single i'm dating other people i'm gonna let mm-hmm. you know where this is it up front because i don't like tc said i don't want no room for error at all yeah. <laughs> Do y'all not think that pull, he's gonna trying to tr- pull up? Yeah. He's gonna treat that that moment differently though. Like, what if he went into it just like, man, she's a really nice girl, and that's she's the, the that's the and that's he's the transpa- gonna, he's that's gonna the- treat that moment differently now. Yes, that is the consequence of transparency. Yeah, because you could have pr- you could have probably had a really good date. You met your soulmate until you said, <laughs> you said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> until you said like like. You, yeah, I get you. I, you I see know, what you're like I see what you're saying. I think I think it should wait until it gets to a point in time where maybe it seems like date. it's going to yeah, get maybe not serious. Maybe not the first date. No, you can't wait though. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe right before fucking. You can't wait. You can't wait before it gets serious because now that you before it gets serious, there's emotions rolling, and when you get serious, that's when you solidifying. Like that's when you saw, yeah. that's when you making it like all right, cool. We about to be exclusive. You're right. Not just or don't you, do it on the or, first date. Or you got to do it either before or after, at the time of or after the first time y'all smash. Now, that could be early on in the dating phase or it, it can be, be later. Night. Yeah, no telling. No it could shame. be that night. But once <laughs> that happened, <laughs> you got to let them know, like, all right, now, you know, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, we, yeah. we done put it down, but you ain't the only one getting this. So yeah. I think it should happen after. Make sure you know that. After the smack. At, no, after wait, the wait, 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 wait. Because if you yeah. wait after because, the smack, it could be fire. Because what? Because the nigga ego will make him be like, she gonna tell me this beforehand. So that means I'm finna, I'm finna put it down. She's gonna come back to this dick. Maybe her mindset then. Her mindset has to be different. If her mindset is, I got a lot of dudes. Listen, bro. I don't care what nobody say. Listen, guys. You do not kill pussy. I don't care. You don't make. She didn't fall in love with you because how good your dick was. Let, let's get, man. Let's get, <laughs> get somebody. I was, hey, I was like, uh, they're, they're, okay. You keep thinking that because there's always somebody right around the corner. Well, you got, you got, you got to back it up now. You can't just have just good dick, <laughs> man. That's what, <laughs> see, see, that's what niggas be getting fucked up. And she be out there like. Hey, yeah. I mean, you just throw the good dick out there in the water, and then you reel that motherfucker in. Now, how you go? You gonna throw this fish back? Listen, you man. go. What you gonna do it? But you you throw that good dick out there. <laughs> that's gonna be out here. That's gonna reel them in. These niggas be out here thinking mm-hmm. they tearing up some pussy and all that. There's another nigga right around the corner doing it just as good or better. Yeah, true indeed. <laughs> true indeed. <laughs> yeah. But you got better yep. sheets. <laughs> Are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got right that five thousand three count. Better because you know how it go, man. Once a woman starts having these emotions for you, that's when it gets better, anyway. I think that's you the dangerous part of, of a woman having a whole lot of is is is. Is she telling all these men that you're not the only one? Is this her way of trying to protect herself because she know how she is? Meaning, mean, what do you mean by that? Because she knows she might be prone to fall for niggas quick or getting more. So she wants to put it on them mm-hmm. to be like treat treat her different, like a reverse psychology thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because so she know how guys, she gets. So you think that guys would 
fight for her more. No, or, I mean, or guys she, would she treat knows. her better or different because she know it's a competition thing. Like, because there's another man out there getting it. No, I'm saying that she knows that she falls for niggas quick, and so in order to try to prevent that, she gonna tell them they're like, "Look, you just this. This is all you is." No, she got a lot. In of hopes she, that she got a lot of dudes. In hopes that he. Not a lot. Um, she 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 has multiple multiple men that she is free with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just throwing it out there that that could be a not this particular <laughs> woman, but some woman <laughs> out there. Yeah, he's gonna treat her differently. Like well, here's look, the thing, like man. If I tell a woman, look, you ain't the only one, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, look, yeah, she yeah, gonna yeah, treat yeah. me differently. Yeah, but I'm only doing that See, because I, think I know I'll be following. For I think women. that works with men more than so? it would work with women. Yeah, women do get attracted to niggas that treat them like shit. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll work with yeah. men. You know what I mean? I think that work with men more than women because I think men automatically go to all the shit. That bitch a hoe. Women, I don't think. You know what I mean? I think that's what you know. Most men would go to that. That that's their response to that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a shame that men do that to women. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Y'all not hoes. No nah, the drunk and I don't even know. love hoes. I don't even know what the definition of a hoe is. What is the definition of a hoe? Man, it, it's it, it's no it changes from person to person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a definition for it, bro. I mean, my thing is They need it though. I appreciate this is what this is what I'm saying with the woman who is this girl who wrote in who said this. I appreciate her transparency. I agree. More than someone who is living that life secretly and try to act like she's something else that she's not. Be transparent about your shit. Hey, I'm single. I'm doing what I want to do. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, now I have the choice to be able to make whatever decision I want. Just like a woman would say the same thing. Like if a man comes out to a woman and just like, yo, listen, you're not the only one. I got other women. Yes, I'm having sex with them. I think most women say they want to hear that. But in reality, no, they don't want to. I don't that. think they want to hear that. And you dirty dick nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but dudes, I think dudes, I think dudes is like cool. I got me a little busted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, yeah. So we ain't got to. Okay, we yeah. ain't got to talk much. Like, like, why are you here? <laughs> but then you gonna be the like, one. Why are you yeah. here then? If but, if this is really just what what is this then? You just so the problem is with that is too now. This is the other effect of being transparent. If you want more than dick from that guy, you kind of put him in a category because you told him what mm-hmm. was going on. Mm-hmm. Now you want to go out to eat. You want to go out and have drinks. You want to go do these things with with these men. But now, mentally, they're thinking this is what it is. I think that's that's one of the, the, the consequences of transparency in that situation. And not just that. If you tell a nigga that... All I want is some dick. Does he have to pay every time y'all go out now? But I don't think she put it like that. <laughs> That's, you paying for pussy now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like, might as well get you a problem. So you hit me up <laughs> on the Thursday like, hey, you want to But I don't think that's out? how she put it. I okay. think she's saying she's seeing other men. Yeah. I don't think she's saying, like, listen, all I want is some dick. She's just saying, hey, I'm being straight up with you. I'm seeing some she's other men. She's just saying it in a fancy way. I'm seeing way. other men. Yeah. And, hey, man, I am having sex with other guys. Yeah, I get it. Okay. okay. Respect it or leave it, G. Is that thigh still tight though? 
That's what that, I don't be. think the dude. I don't think the dude gonna wife it, man. It's the more I think about it, I think he gonna yeah, like, niggas nah, ain't gonna. I think um, niggas yeah, gonna. Be, I don't, I don't, it take I, a special I, kind of man to understand that, dog. And it's gonna be the yeah. type of nigga that the nigga that's gonna really understand it and get it is the nigga that she probably end up really liking. But he's not gonna change. He's gonna be like, cool. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Shit, I, I got some hoes. You got some hoes. Yeah, I think we it's, can do this whole life. A, yeah, I think it's a special kind of. I think it's a special kind of man that will have to understand that. Understand that lifestyle. What she. What she's expressing. You know what I'm saying? It's timing, man. Mm-hmm. It's the same way. Like if it would be weird if a woman comes up talking to me, and I'm just like, I, I, I'm married. Like. We ain't even got to like. I'll let you. Nigga. Yeah, like, like I listen to your podcast, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> like not even just that, just like randomly, like a strange woman just comes up to me and just start talking to me, and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know I'm married. Even though I'm being transparent, but it's just like we ain't even at that level yet where that even matters at this moment. You just say hi, yeah. how you doing? Yeah. Ask me my name. It was just a, you know we're not even at that level where that. It matters for me to say this to you right now. Yeah, you know hey, what I mean. Yeah, hey, have you guys ever seen them clips? Like they show like a dude trying to walk up to help a girl or something like that, and he's like, "Excuse me, man. Excuse me, man. I got a man. I got a man." Yeah. He's like, "All right, then, bitch, go ahead." Yeah. Yo, and then her wallet falls out of her purse like down the street because he was trying to let her ass know like your wallet's about to fall out of your. Mm-hmm. Purse. You know, it's kind of like that. Yeah. It, it's an extreme case, but it's kind of like that's you know what I mean, like. Like, damn, I was just trying to help you out, lady. You know, but you screaming, I got a man as soon as I walk up. Like, what? The perfect time is once we're done having a conversation about whatever. She's like, you podcast? Yeah, I podcast. These are my brothers. This is where you can find us. We had Mm -hmm. that whole conversation. Now, if she was to be like, okay, well, I was just wondering, like, can I get your number to his? That's that's when when I'm like, oh, no, you know, I'm married or whatever. So I feel like that's the same way with this situation. Like, just... Do what you're there for. You're you're on a date or whatever, and I, but once it starts getting to a point, that's when you're like, well, first date that's I gonna come to. up. Absolutely, you know it's gonna come up. So you know, so seeing other people or you doing anything like that, you know that's coming up first date. Man, I don't no real nigga, but not. <laughs> Straight, I swear to God, no real nigga, bet not, nigga. You nah, on, nigga, you you, know you gonna... on a date with a woman right now? Why the fuck are you asking about if she? Because fucking you don't want Harold coming through the door looking at your ass like, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> I, I, you can ask. You can ask if you're married. That's right. Yeah, I, I give you that. You married? Are you married? Or anything? <laughs> That'd be rude to the motherfucker though, because now you calling her a cheater. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think it's just natural. Like you know, if especially you're on a date now, you know what I'm saying. I think just naturally you know these are just some of the general conversations you know what i'm saying now fucking other people that's to the next level i think you know yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but i would assume that i've been out the game for a long time so i'm assuming most of the important questions and shit happens before y'all actually meet face to face on a date yeah maybe yeah, yeah. Te- text messages yeah and text shit. messages yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that yeah. Yeah. but anyway yeah man i think uh Damn, that's even worse uh that's even worse bro because you you texting it and shit. You don't know what kind of facial they they. She's sitting on a nigga lap right now when she texts you that shit. Like, oh no, I just, <laughs> that's even worse. You can't ask face to face. Oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah, man. No, that's know, that's, man. that's reckless. <laughs> yeah, man. But you know, I think, uh, I think, I think, you know, um, I think if she says this is the thing that I think will separate a man wanting to um, be with her serious or not. Mm-hmm. I think if she presents it that, hey, I'm single, you know, I'm, I'm allowed to date, 
you know, I date whoever I want to date. Mm-hmm. If it's presented that way, but if it's presented in a in a in an aggressive way, like yo, I fuck who I want to fuck, duh, 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 you know, I think if it's presented, it's how it's presented. Because if she is single, you're right. She can do what she wants to do. She yeah. can go out on dates, and if she's telling you like, hey man, I date other people, you know what I'm saying? I think that's that's okay. A regular guy will understand that. But if it's presented in a way like, look, I just got niggas on the, I'm just got niggas on lock, like on on phone call to whoever I want to fuck. I'm fucking whoever I want to fuck. If it's that way, I think a nigga gonna be looking at it like, all right, cool, that's all we doing. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Right. You so. got the check, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you got the check. I got the dick. Let's yeah. do this. And then you ain't gonna be. Then he call, hey, bitch, I'm trying to fuck tonight. You can't get mad at that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, I think it's how you it's probably presented. damn near can't even call her though. Like, can you call her? Like, you know, you know, you you you're Tuesday. No, absolutely, right? you can. So, can you hit her up on Wednesday? Yeah, you can. And be you like, could, hey, you could try. You free? You might. Yeah, she might not answer that. You could try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got. She got you saved. This brother in the phone. Yeah. Now oh, that's she my probably got you calling. saved. This is your dick size because she's single and she could do what she want to do. Because a nigga can't look in her phone and get problems. She can leave her phone out and nine inch call. You as the eight inch can't get mad, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. You got to sit there and take that. Like, damn, she told me she do what she want to do. I need to get some hoes too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. But hopefully that helped her with her um, um, with the question. You know what I mean? I like these. Mm-hmm. I like questions. I mean, we took it a whole different direction, and maybe I presented it wrong. But I think that's how it was. Um, either way, my thing is this, and I say it again. Whenever you are transparent and you keep it real, whatever you, whoever, whatever you keep it real with, I don't care if it's at your job, I don't care if it's with your, your partners, I don't care if it's with your wife, I don't care if it's with your husband, I don't care if it's with someone you're dating. Whatever you keep it real, understand and know there's consequences to keeping it real. I'm not Join saying me. good or bad, it's going to be a consequence behind it. Always. But keeping it real goes wrong. It, or it could be keeping it going right. You know what I mean? It's whatever it is. When you're transparent, you got to be prepared oh, yeah. with the consequence behind it. And I'm yep. going to tell you, ladies, too, with y'all transparency. Be. <sighs> Sorry, fellas, but ladies, niggas really are good. Okay? And so when you are being too transparent too soon, they really know how to use that shit. He's two you. steps ahead of you. Man. He's like, all, as soon as he hears it, he's moved two steps. Man, he's, he already knows the next two moves <laughs> to do to get what he wants from you. So, listen, when you are being transparent, really be careful with the way that you're presenting it and when you're presenting and it. And who like, you present it to. You present it, you present your transparency to someone that you already begin to start feeling like you trust. Everyone's not worthy of transparency. Exactly. Some people don't need to know that you don't dating and know. fucking around with other people. They just don't need to know. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're sure that this is what this is. This is it. So yeah, you, yeah. you're the one who set that line and that boundary. Yeah, yeah. You can block the nigga. You can whatever. You're the one who said that. But watch who you're being transparent with because niggas really are good out here. We're man, good. Man, I had to tell a friend of mine, man. Um, I had to tell a friend of mine a similar conversation to this. And this is a serious conversation, man. Uh, she would be transparent with every guy that she thought that she may be intimate with mm-hmm. that she had herpes. 
I said, you can't tell everyone that. What? Man, what? No. Yes. <laughs> yes, what? I had to tell her like, yeah, you but do. she was like, yo, I, my truth is this. I said, but you can't do that with every guy. Like you start, she's she a data guy. Uh-huh. And y'all can't start, see my face, but I'm looking. At I'm just, I'm just weird. telling her, I'm just, being, I'm just telling the truth, man. Uh, and I was like, I, I said, Hey, listen, man, you can't do that. Because again, it goes back to a conversation we had earlier about being, about being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful who you're doing it with, because if you are doing that with, you know, a guy that you just been talking to for a week or two, and you know there's a chance that you guys can be intimate, but you never get to that point. But you just tell him straight up. She said, "I feel it's my responsibility to tell them that." I said, "But you got to so be." You, a, you, you gotta be sure that that shit about to happen before you say something. Uh, so you saying she you was that. saying it prematurely? Okay, I give you like that. Like she was saying it too early. Uh, well, like this on, is her. Like without even like sex ain't even on the table yet, but she up front like just so you know. No, 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 no. When the time not, comes, no. When she when she understands that there is a sexual attraction there with them too, mm-hmm. she says that she is upfront about it because she knows that's something in his mind and that he and her are, could possibly do it any time. So she wants to allow him to know like, hey listen I noticed something we've they probably didn't have a conversation about it what they like sexual position whatever. Yeah. But the it's, it's moments are getting physical eventually. It's finna get physical. She knows it's, and so she's mm-hmm. straight up. Nah, man. I, I think she should go ahead and say something, <laughs> bro. She's supposed, to, she's supposed to say that. Why you say no? Yeah, because... It, it, I for, just say you gotta be number, careful how early it is, though, man. I, I mean... I give you that, so it, because... But if you're talking of, about sex... Yeah, but it, because Shit, this... talk the, about sex first day. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but because what this What kind of days you go on, man? <laughs> No, you, uh, you talk about sex first day. Ain't finna, we ain't finna wife up no trash pussy. Anyway, so, <laughs> like. <laughs> or she could be a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> but she, since she's the one who, you know, has herpes, what she has to do is control the conversation. That's, all, that's, first, that's right? what I told her. I said. She can't have sex too soon with these people. She has to. Yes. She has to. Gain some kind of understanding of who this person that's really is. That's all I is told her. That's all beforehand. I said. That's what. That's what my point of what I'm saying. Yeah. I said because but this is gonna have to be with most people. It's gonna be hard for you to try to have mm-hmm. one night stands. Nah, this is the thing. Th- that's what I'm saying. You know, what and I mean? this is the thing because of her situation. Mm-hmm. I said you're not. You know, of course, you probably don't want to go out and have one night stands anymore. Mm-hmm. But if a guy is coming on you and all you know is he is just about getting some ass, bang bang, leave. Like I said, you are going at like you said, you're going to have to control the conversation when it yeah. comes to that, yeah. because you have to let dudes know up front what it is like, yo, mm-hmm. you know, when, before it gets to that, you know, when you get understanding and knowing that, like, you know, there's trust here enough for me to tell you that mm-hmm. I, you never can know full trust. But when you get it in your gut that you're under, you could trust them, you're going to have to. That sucks, man. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for her too that she she kind of got it. But sadly, that. man, I guarantee you, man, that we've probably had sex with someone with herpes and didn't know that they Yikes. had it. Yikes. Um. Anyways, I mean, there's a lot of people out there living uh, with it. Bro. Uh, it's you, just a fact. Uh, 
there there are a lot of people yeah, out there that is dealing with that. I will say not, the and other and reason. And here's the thing, and they're not monsters, man, because I'm sure no, I have somebody listening to me that has it, that has maintained and controlled their life to where they never gave it to anybody, and they understand, and they was very safe with it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, when you are they responsible. They hit it between outbreaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't get it. Yeah, they don't get it when they hit it between outbreaks. And not only that, though, bro, you got to think, man. Like you said, it's their responsibility to tell their sexual partner, like this is what this is what it is. You know, this is the other reason I think that she should say something as well um, to early. somebody That's that she's going. If she if if it's somebody she want to fuck with, she needs to say something. Uh, yeah, because yeah. what happens when she has to say something? We know that. Yeah. What happens when she and uh, okay, this is why I feel like she wants to say something early, because what if she takes that time to really get to know this person three months, six months, and then she waits to tell them then after the emotions have been all there and then they like, what? Hell no, I'm straight. You know how much time she just wasted? I mean, six months is a lot. Six months is... Niggas, if she's sexually active, she's going to want some... He's gonna want some ass. She's gonna want something for man. Feelings and emotions. Okay, okay let's months, say three. Two yeah, two or three months. But feelings and emotions connect really quick. I understand. That. You know, so I understand. That's it. why and, I think she wants think to say something early, man. Because she don't want to waste that time. This nigga, he's good. Man, he seems like a good nigga. You can't just be out here just telling everybody your business. Like I give that, you that dog. too. Just don't give him no pussy. <laughs> like you ain't got to tell him, <laughs> just don't give him no pussy either. <laughs> like, don't you cannot fuck somebody it's tough, and man, not because tell I think them. she was just like very, very upfront about her stuff. So she was just like, if she seen me was attraction there, she was telling him. I said, you can't do that because you may not even like this dude after a week, even though you sexually attracted to him. Yeah. You may not even like him after a week. And now he knows. Now he, he t- can running slander your, your damn he business. Can yeah, your name. that's what I was telling her. It's sticky. It's a situation where she has to win this and that, but you can't just up front when you know there's a sexual attraction there and just be like, "Hey, listen, I know we're sexually attracted, but I just need to let you know something. You can't do that with everybody." Because then, what if in the end he was like, "Nah, I really wouldn't even think about fucking you. Like, I'm you. Uh, I was just being nice." <laughs> Nah, nigga, girls know when a nigga want fuck. Let's be, don't yeah, get it twisted. Yeah, right. Don't get right. it twisted. <laughs> so, because so, I say you got a fat ass and some nice titties, you think I want some pussy? Yeah, right. Huh? <laughs> uh, Girl, you crazy? Yeah, you crazy. <laughs> That's all you think about. I ain't even interested. In <laughs> you right, you right? Yeah, man. But nah, man, it's tough, man. I think, like I said, man, I think with, with like again with transparency comes consequence yeah so you're right throughout all of it man you have to be able to understand and be prepared to deal with the consequence that comes with it and the reality is a lot of niggas ain't gonna give a fuck i'm like so you you out breaking right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah no no <laughs> okay I swear to god man yeah, it's, <laughs> i got a. I i swear to god i got a, a close family member um who is no she has full-blown aids now um and she told me one day she said you would be amazed how many guys say they don't care? They'll they'll double up and wear a condom, like wear two condoms, like dudes that she don't even like, Bruh. just random motherfuckers, dog. Why wow. are you wearing two condoms? Man, dudes is crazy, you bro. That you ain't gonna feel. Man, dudes is crazy, man. They say anything. I said what? And wow. she and they know that she has AIDS, bro. And they still say that shit. Wow. Yeah. 
Niggas don't, man. Nick, I'm telling you, man. We are walking a lot. There's a lot of people walking like next to us and working next to us that really have mental problems, dog. Like I told B, yeah. man. You see, you look on social media right now and you see some crazy ass shit going on. A woman, man, doing the craziest shit you ever seen in your life. And like I told B, I always say, and those people can vote. Yeah. <laughs> Man, come on. But anyway, man. Um, you know, we went we went way all the way left with that. Hopefully that answered her question. Uh please send some more questions in, man. T C if yeah. they want to send questions and they want to check out the Stakes is High podcast, where can they find us, brother? At Stakes is High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And if you have any comments, questions, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishypod at gmail.com. Cheer. Cheer. And King K. Man, thank you for coming through, brother. All right, man. Man, you fell through man, twice, appreciate man. Appreciate you. First time, no man. Time. I, I, I appreciate you <laughs> coming back, man. And, man, please forgive me for I don't even know what the heck happened. But um, thank you, brother. Ain't no thing, man. I felt like this time was... A- Better. It was more yeah, polished. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. Got to, it did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that third person helps, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And before we go, man, where can they find the Drunken Knights? Uh, y'all can find us on social media, and that's uh, on IG. Y'all can find us at the number three, Drunken Knights. Knights with a K underscore. Y'all can find us on Twitter at the number three, Drunken Knights. Knights with a K. If y'all want to listen to the podcast, y'all can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. All of that shit y'all listen to play. Uh, podcast all y'all can find us on there at the drunken night podcast cheer 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 listen to us listen to their podcast man you've seen you've seen me and well you'll hear me on man i've been on multiple episodes tc's probably only been on what like man. probably like two yeah maybe, maybe two yeah, or three man. Yeah, damn man. we do got to get some more with tc yeah yeah well he left yeah, that's kind of when it yeah, when moved up north it was like damn you know um, yeah, man. Back, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get it in, man. We got, we got some. Uh, we had, uh, we did a joint event with you guys, the uh, Tools for Teachers. Always uh, a pleasure man. doing that shit. I have fun. Yeah, that was a good time, man. We ain't, man. We ain't talked no, about it's time it. To, it's time to get planning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We should have been planning. I try to tell y'all niggas yeah. last year. Y'all niggas blew me off. <laughs> Look, man, see, see, see I'll, I'll be the, this I'm is the, why you can't be open to vulnerable sometimes, <laughs> man. Cause niggas like to bring up old shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he but hey, tell y'all last year. yeah, but hey, man, you guys stay safe out there, man. Wash your hands, hand sanitizer, man. Uh, do everything you can do, man. Uh, pray for the individuals. Stay in the fucking house. Yeah, pray for the individuals who cannot go see their loved ones in nursing homes, hospice. Think about that, man. There's people out there in hospice who are, you know, close to passing, man, and their loved ones can't even go see them, man. So, uh, prayers up to them, man. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll shake this thing, you know what I'm saying? And guess what? We'll see you guys next week. All right, stakes is high podcast. Peace. Peace. <laughs>